What's up, everybody? Everybody. <laughs> I love it, dude. What's up, guys? I'm Steven Thompson, and I'm breaking down the welterweight division. Number 10, Vicente Luque. When I think of Vicente Luque, I think of just straight toughness. He took every one of my shots and kept on coming forward. I dropped him a few times. I actually broke both my hands on his skull. He's very disciplined in what he does. He had a good left hook. He hit me with a right hand one time. Made me see stars for sure. I would say one of his weaknesses would be his ability to adapt to an opponent. I figured he would probably try and take me down. Uh, at least get me thinking that, but he didn't at all. Probably number, probably number two toughest guys I've, I've faced. I think number one would be Matt Brown. Um, I knocked out Matt Brown twice in that fight and hit him again and woke him back up. And he ended up winning the fight. Number nine, Neil Magny. When I think of Neil Magny, what comes to mind is wrestling. Like he's very, very long. I think he's got like an 81 inch reach or 80 inch reach. This guy improves every time you see him fight with his striking, with his wrestling. I think he's more of a grappler than he is a striker. So if I was to face Neil Magny, it would definitely take his legs out first. Well, number one, if he's not able to move forward from the low calf kicks, he's gonna have a very hard time closing the gap. Which then and there, you know, you keep the fight standing, keep him at bay and pick him apart. So my side kicks, my hook kicks, my round kicks, and the different variety of kicks that I throw could definitely throw an opponent off. Number eight, who we got? Michael Chiesa is just a cool dude, man. I've actually hung out with this guy many times at uh, International Fight Week. Uh, was a 155er, moved up to 170. He's a big 170. I think he's walked around over 200 pounds at this point. I don't even get over 200 pounds at 170, so you know he's a big guy. That said, I'm used to fighting guys bigger than me. I mean, Tyron Woodley was walking around about 215. I think Michael Guest's strength are definitely his wrestling and his grappling skills. Very, very high level. Very similar to Neil Magny, but a little bit more angle changes. He comes right at you. So I think if you step offline to either right or to the left, could definitely see some openings there for sure. Number seven. Boom, T. Wood went 10 rounds with this guy. This dude hit me with two right hands in the fourth round, fourth round of our first fight, and I don't remember where I was after that. I mean, made my face seize up and everything. He can cover the gap so fast. We had some pretty cool conversations during the fight. It was funny, man. Like, we were out there fighting. He's like, I know what you're gonna do. I'm like, no, you don't. You have no idea what I'm doing. I'm gonna do. He's gonna throw a roundhouse. I'm like, no, I'm gonna throw a roundhouse. But uh, yeah, man, we squashed everything. Everything's cool, though. If I did fight Tyron Woodley for a third time, you know, uh, there was a lot of things that I learned the first two times that we fought. So we were thinking both Counter-Strike, 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 which is <clears throat> why a lot of people weren't impressed with the second fight. It was kind of boring. But if I ever fought him again, I would definitely be more aggressive. You know, later rounds for Tyron Woodley, he's an explosive guy, so he tends to tire out a little bit faster. So maybe using a little bit more wrestling as well. Keep him, keep him guessing with the wrestling and the striking. And people are like, man, Steven Thompson wrestling? I'm like, yeah, I mean, it, I, something that I'm always working on, even though you don't see it during the fight. I think it was after my third fight in the UFC, I fought a guy named Nishan Burrell, and I pretty much out-wrestled Nishan. People want to see knockouts, right? People want to see high-level striking, and that's what I have. So that's why I kind of like changed directions a little bit. And the reason I used my wrestling, because everybody thought I didn't have it. Uh, I don't know if you saw when I pulled my head out of the guillotine, how he just pulled guard. And I don't know how tired he was at the time, but 
He didn't have a whole lot of mobility, and it might have had been the fact that he was kind of up, we were up against the cage. But even that would keep, would keep him guessing. That adds another element that he has to think about out there in the octagon. I still would love to see Tyron Woodley come back and give it another go for the title, for the title for sure. Do you think he's the same fighter as when you fought him now? I do not. I do not think Tyron Woodley is the same fighter as when I faced him. Couldn't really tell you why that is. You know, he's got a lot of things happening in, 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 his, in his career. You know, I know he was doing the rap thing. Was wishing the last time I saw him fight, we would see just that, that old Tyron Woodley back. I, I hope he finds that flame, finds that, that fire that we see the old Tyron Woodley back out there. Let's go, number six. My man, Damian Maya, the grappling master. When I think of Damian Maya, I literally think of an anaconda. I don't know if you saw Damian Maya versus Rick's story. Damian Maya choked him so hard that his nose exploded, like it just popped. I feel like I could finish, I could knock him out, right? Gilbert Burns hit him with a left hook and dropped him. Um, I feel like I could do the same thing, putting my hands and feet together. So when he throws his punch, he doesn't retract it back very fast. And that's when I got you. If that ever happens, and I was able to, to drop Damian Maya, Back up, tell him to stand back up. I kind of see in my head him diving in for a leg and me hitting him with a knee or an uppercut. You know, game bread style. Oh, number five, Steven Wonderboy Thompson. This is something that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to fight myself. If there was a, a way or a simulation that could, your techniques, your style could read it, map it, Put it in like a like a machine or a dummy or even like a like a, a, a VR experience where you have to fight yourself would be the sickest. That would be so cool. Wow, how would I how would how would I beat myself knowing what I know? And I'm looking at I'm looking at myself now fighting a younger self. Maybe somebody who fought Matt Brown. Maybe somebody who fought Chris Clements or Robert Whitaker. You know four or five years ago. I think with the wrestling ability that I have now, even my jujitsu has gotten a lot better. Uh, my feel of the game, my ability to read my opponent, because back then I relied more on my movement than I do now. So I think the, because I'm more comfortable with standing in front of my partner because I know I can defend the takedown, um, I think I could, I could think I could get to the point where I can tire myself out and, 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 and beat myself for sure. That ended up being so much more fun in answer than I thought we'd get because I figured, like, oh, well, that's just me. Let me just put it up. Yeah. Dude, you give me so much more than that. I, I've always thought about that, man. That'd be so cool to fight yourself. I want to fight you, Stephen Thompson. <laughs> Number four. Ooh, Street Jesus, a.k.a. George Masvidal. What you see is what you get with this guy. He's not trying to play a persona. He's not trying to be somebody he's not. That's why I like this guy so much. If you, go, if you watch him fight now and watch him fight when I fought him, they fight exactly the same. But I think his mentality has changed. I think his drive has changed. And that's a dangerous guy. I couldn't break him. You're piecing a guy up, you're hitting him left to right, you're knocking him down, and they still get right back up and get in your face. You know, most people, you start to see them fade a little bit, start to break mentally, not this guy. Know for a fact I can beat him. I've done it once already, I know I can do it again. Uh, I think it would be way harder than it was before. The, la the first time that we fought, he was very aggressive. He just came forward. I think now, I think I would sit in front of him, let him swing and miss. I mean, because he's got, he's got some good hands. He's got some good kicks. 
but I think countering him more this fight, or if I fought him again, would definitely play off. Kind of like I did with Vicente Luque. I didn't move as much. I let him swing, miss, and then I countered him. He said if he won the title, he would want to defend it against me. That's one loss I think he, <clears throat> he may want to get back, but I'm not giving up on that title. And if he's the guy that's standing in front of me, you know, that's ahead of me, uh, preventing me from getting that title, I'm going to go for it. Tres. Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards, man. Well, I tried to fight the guy, and he didn't, didn't take it. He didn't want to fight me. I think he's really, really good, very well-rounded. His striking's legit. When he first saw him in the UFC, he predominantly used his striking. Now he's out wrestling, out grappling RDA. He's using his wrestling a lot. That's another element that you got to worry about when you face him. I think he's one of the scariest guys in the division. He may try and use some wrestling to kind of try and throw me off, but most everybody does. Like, I'm ready for that all the time. At some point in time, this guy is going to try and take me down. But yeah, man, he, uh, he doesn't switch sides a whole lot. He keeps the same side forward. And normally when I fight guys, I don't picture a knockout. I just picture myself with my hand raised at the end of the fight, right? I'm ready for a five, five minute round, just the, the, a war. You know, you don't know what this guy's, he's been, been fought in a year, a little over a year. So you don't know what he's gotten better at, what he's changed, and he's probably watching this. But, you know, the side kick is one of my go-to techniques. I use it to set up my other different kicks as well, but it's a great range finder. Great way to keep a guy, an opponent at bay as well. Uh, Leon Edwards, sometimes he kind of moves forward a little bit, not overly aggressive, but when he's in range, kind of like uh, Rory McDonald, you know, I'm gonna pump that sidekick. And then after several of those to the body, you can definitely start seeing that, you know, take a toll on their body. Number two, let's get after it. Gilbert Burns. Knocked out Damian Maya. Almost knocked out Tyron Woodley. Power in his hand, one hitter quitter power, which you've seen before. He's a high level grappler. Could I compete with this guy on the ground? Heck no, man. Guy's really, really good on the ground. I've got the reach on him, so that's gonna play a part. And it's almost to the point to where it's like, you know what? I'm just gonna get in the best shape I can, go out there and, and wing it, to have some fun. With this guy, if you start thinking too much, you're gonna go nowhere. You know, yeah, he's got he's got great power in his hands, man. Golly, his jujitsu is phenomenal. What am I gonna do there? You know what? Start worrying about what you're gonna do to him, and not worry about what he's gonna do to you. If I get taken down close to the cage, my goal is to get my back to that cage ASAP. Out in the open with a guy like that, there's so many different angles, so many different positions that he can go to. He can he can take that situation down a rabbit hole that I'm not able to get out of up against the cage, if I get myself up against the cage, I'm able to, I know he can't take my back because my back's up against the cage, so I gotta worry about this part. And I use that to get work my way up to my feet, hopefully defend the takedown off. I could probably go out there and defend every one of his takedowns. Or, he's gonna go out there and take me down one time, next thing you know, I'm being choked out. And sometimes that's, that's the way the fight game is. Number one, Colby Covington. And the first thing that comes to mind when I think of Colby Covington, is a good old fashioned eye poke. Just wanna poke this dude in the eye. I, I don't know, when he opens his mouth, it, you can just tell that he's trying too hard. You know what I'm saying? To be honest with you, I don't even know what he's gonna say. I think he calls me a virgin, or I think he calls everybody a virgin, I don't know. I actually hear he's a really nice guy in real life. Like I hear he's really cool, really nice guy. Do I like his persona in the UFC? I don't. Not only that, but I don't think he's the scariest guy in the division either. I think his stand-up is crap. I think all he has is wrestling. Kamara Usman's not known for his striking, broke his jaw. 
He throws a lot of volume, but he doesn't finish a whole lot of people. But he's got cardio for days, this guy. I would go for the gut, right for the, right for the bread basket. Body shots all day on this guy. I think he's weak to the body. I think Kamaru Usman uh, tested his body out his last fight, and you can kind of see him wince a little bit, kind of protect his body after a few good body shots. So I think his body's weak. I don't think he's looking more for a little bit of ground and pound, a little bit of pop, 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 pop while you're down there. He just throws a lot of volume out there. He doesn't try and finish you down there. Some guy, you know, a guy like Colby Covington, he's going to try and break you a little bit. He's going to try and, you know, pepper you down there on the ground, try and tire you out. He may even let you up just so that he can take you down again and try and break you mentally. That's just the, the, the wrestler's mindset. Like, I would rather be knocked out than have that happen to me for five, five in rounds. Number one contender. And we got the champ, Kamaru Usman. So the real question is, how many fights are you away from that guy? I'm supposed to be fighting the number 11th guy right now, uh, you know, Jeff Neal. So I'm thinking maybe two or three more fights, hopefully with a good win over Jeff Neal. They'll give me somebody in the top five. So maybe two or three more fights when we fight Kamaru Usman if he's still champion. Now, Kamaru Usman, I think, is a really good champion. He's a family man, he's a hardworking guy. Hung out with Kamaru Usman a few times, several times in Toronto. And when it comes to the fight game, so disciplined this guy, so disciplined, which is why he's champ, man. I think, number one, not only does he have the wrestling, but he's got striking as well. He can do both. He broke Colby Covington's jaw, finished him, TKO'd him. Um, you saw what he did against a high-level striker of George Masvidal, you know, that's just, the, the, the consistent wrestling, um, the consistency of being able to put his striking and wrestling together is unbelievable there. Kamaru Usman will hurt you. He'll knock you out. The guy's got cardio for days as well. Went five, five minute rounds with one of the highest volume fighters out there, uh, Colby Covington, and beat him. So you know he puts in the work. You know he studies his opponents. And he's an intelligent fighter, and that's why he's champion. The feints, the kicks to the body, the angle change and the movement is gonna play a huge part in a win or a loss between this guy. I know at some point if I ever fight this guy, he's gonna get me to the cage, he's gonna to look to take me there. Not a whole lot of kicks, doesn't throw a whole lot of kicks, and I think that might be a weak point on him. I've heard he's had knee problems, so I'm not really sure you know, what kind of knee problems he has, but leg kicks could probably slow him down. He throws a lot of straight punches, so the angles me be able to change angles on this guy because he does come forward, comes straight forward. Doesn't move side to side too well, but it comes straight forward. So last question of all, do any of these people have an edge on you in striking? No, they do not. I don't think anybody has an edge on me. Now, can anybody let him punch? Yes, we saw that against Anthony Pettis. I was smoking Anthony Pettis, beating him, hands down, boom. All it takes is that one shot. But do I think that they're better than me at the stand-up? No, I don't think so. I think my range is better. I think my combinations with my hands and my feet are better than all these guys. Preparation you did the day before, the week before, a month before, what all matters is when you step in that octagon, are you gonna be on point? And what gives me confidence stepping out there is knowing I did everything possible that I could to prepare for this fight. Stepping into that octagon, that gives me confidence like no other. Amazing, dude.
Hey everybody, thanks for watching that video. Like and subscribe if you enjoyed it. We do at least three video uploads per week, so you get a pretty good value out of it. Comment below if we missed anything or if you just liked it. You can follow me personally on Twitter at JasonTheHeart or our official account at OnPointMMA on Twitter. And if you'd like to get a little bit more involved in our community, you can join us on Discord. The links are in the description. Thanks so much, and we'll see you on the next video.